0: Head to Patreon.com/HealthyMamaChris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free, and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? Let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible. By simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life healthy mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. I'm Chris Dovniak, your host, and welcome to a brand new series of real-life meals. I am going to hop on once a month or so and just share with you all what we ate over the past month, just to give you some inspiration from shortcut dinners to behind the scenes of recipe development. I want to share with you what our family eats on a regular basis, because I know for a lot of you, the struggle is just simply getting meals on the table and having inspiration for how to get those meals on the table, sometimes how to get those meals on the table when life happens, when things are crazy, when you have a lot of activities, when life is extra stressful. And that's really my intention for This series. This is not meant to be some sort of a polished episode where I give you this ideal picture of what our meals could like. I want to give you guys real life. And if you've been listening at all this month, you know that this month has been a really wonky one for us. So it's kind of a funny month for me to start this series, but. I had it on my list and I was like, you know what? This will be a great, really realistic way to give you guys a picture of what a really crazy month looked like for us. We moved right at the top of the month. We got into our new house on the second of the month. We didn't get our things until the 6th. So we relied on lots of quick and simple meals for several days, as well as HelloFresh to get us started in our new place those first couple of weeks. And then we started in on our usual meal planning. So if you haven't listened to how we meal planned around a move, I kind of went through all of that already. So if you want specifics about how we meal planned before, during, and right after the move, you can listen to that episode. I'll link it in the show notes. But today I'm going to just give you a little recap of that first week and a half or so, and then share with you what we ate the rest of the month. So the way that I plan on doing this, and I'm open to feedback if you guys like this format, if you want me to change it up. Like I said, this is a brand new series and the podcast is all revolved around all of you. I love producing this podcast, but the podcast is For you, So if you're like, I really like these episodes, but I want you to just focus on dinners or I want more detail on breakfast and lunches, please let me know. And I'm going to share at the end of the episode a resource I have coming out where you can interact with me on a deeper level. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to take you through each meal breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and give you some highlights from the month. I'm not going to necessarily go through every single meal we ate, though I will generally go through pretty much every dinner that we ate during the month. Um, and I will link any recipes mentioned in the show notes, so be sure to click the link in the show notes from whatever podcast app you're listening on, whether it's Apple or Spotify or Audible. You can go in and just click that link and it'll bring you to my website. You can also go to healthymomachris.com podcast and get all of the show notes for the episodes and you'll get recipe links and all that jazz there. So before I jump into our meals this week, I don't think I've mentioned this yet on the podcast, mainly for safety purposes, but because I know that he will for sure be back by the time this airs. He's actually on his way right now. Don't tell the kids. My husband hasn't been with us (laughs) this whole month, so it has been just me. And the kids, my dad was so gracious to do the road trip down with us and stay with us for about five days at the beginning of the month. And then he had to go back home to Rhode Island. So most of this is just me and two kiddos. They are currently four and eight, turning five and nine the next two months. Um, so they are generally pretty good eaters. And they honestly have gone with the flow so, so well this month. They always help give me input as to what they want for breakfast and what they want for lunches and what they want for dinners. I plan the meals, but I get their input. But overall, this has just been like me and two kids trying to survive, making it work this month, trying to eat meals that are quick and easy throughout all of the craziness we've had in our lives this month, uh, and that includes having contractors in and out of our house for the first week, which was honestly really frustrating because we decided to homeschool our kids at least for the first half of this year, maybe the first whole year, depending on how things go, and uh, obviously I work from home. So it's been a little bit crazy, and uh, and then we've also started all of our activities. So this week, we started Girl Scouts, we started soccer, we started homeschool co-op, and we started nature school. So uh, yeah, we've got a lot going on. And so I am right in the same boat as many of you are, whether you are single mom or solo parenting with kids, you have a spouse who is at home all the time or who works a lot, whatever your situation, I think we're all in the boat of life is busy. Sometimes it's crazier than other times and we're all just trying to make it work. So hopefully this episode will give you a little insight into how we made it work and give you some inspiration for your meals coming up as well. To breakfast. Breakfast this month was incredibly, incredibly simple. So the kids have been, well, okay, so let me back up. And I mentioned this in that moving meal planning episode, but the kids ate a lot of really basic stuff, a lot of cereal, muffins, things like that, you know, things that we wouldn't normally have in our house all the time. Lots of sugary type foods, but we just kind of went with the flow because life is all about balance. When we were on our road trip, so I really wanted to kind of get back into that place of balance with breakfast and the kids really understand the importance of protein. We try to talk about nutrients in a really neutral way, but they know that protein is important to keep us full or else they'll just want to snack all day. So for their protein option, they chose yogurt. So they have been eating a lot of yogurt this month. So my big kiddo really likes yogurt that's a little bit more sweetened, so we try and get the sweetened but less the sweetened yogurt. Siggy is one of our favorites. Um, and so is Nusa. So she had lots of yogurt for breakfast for the first couple of weeks. And then she has been really into oatmeal as well. And we just do the instant oatmeal packets that are a lower sugar from Target. So totally transparent. Super, super easy because my big kid really doesn't like breakfast other than oatmeal. <laughs> Uh, on occasion she doesn't even like oatmeal all the time and yogurt. She is my super good eater, so I really can't complain. She doesn't like eggs, she doesn't like a lot of things for breakfast. So when she knows what she wants, we just sort of go with it. So that's what she has been doing for breakfast and then my younger daughter has pretty much consistently been either asking for um and by the way, we do the choose two method when it comes to breakfast. I mentioned that a few weeks ago when I talked about cook and easy breakfast options for kids. And we've still been doing that. It's just been even more simple this month. I haven't been meal, the first two weeks of the month, I didn't do any meal prep at all. Um, So I wasn't meal prepping breakfast. So again, just keeping it super simple. So she has been doing whole milk yogurt. We either get the whole milk uh, Greek yogurt from Trader Joe's or Cabot is my absolute favorite yogurt of all time. And when I tell you, I jumped up and down. I literally jumped up and down. You can ask my eight year old, well, and my four year old, she was there too, in Publix when I found out that they had Cabot because it's a New England company. Um, they're a fantastic company. We've been to their farms. All of their cows are hormone and antibiotic free. They're the best and I love them and they don't sponsor me or anything like that. I just really love their products, their cheeses, their yogurts. Their cheeses are also lactose free, by the way, for any of you who have issues with lactose. So Cabot is great. I know it's not available around the country. It is available in New England and apparently it's also available in West Central Florida. So we got some of that this month as well. Um, You cannot see me gesticulating with my hands, but you can hear if uh, you hear any like bangs. It's because I'm back in the closet and uh, there are still boxes in here because, again, real life. All right. Circling back. So my, we get the full fat Greek yogurt plain, and then we add honey to it, and they've both been having fruit on the side of whatever they've been eating. Um, I've also, and my Younger daughter has also been loving eggs again, so we've been doing eggs with sprouted grain toast, or I've had them on cauliflower thins, which I really enjoy from Trader Joe's. They're just these little, they're made with cauliflower and cheese, and they're just really tasty, and I heat them up in the oven on broil, so they're a little bit crispy. Usually I add like some sauteed spinach on top as well, and then the eggs, and I like a nice runny yolk, and then they're like these little, they're almost like tortillas, but they're made with cauliflower, so they have some extra fiber, and I find that that combination keeps me full. So we've been doing either, she's been doing either yogurt or eggs, and I have been doing either my daily smoothies or some sort of eggs as well. And these are all things that I can make or could make with the very simple kitchen equipment that I brought with me. Again, I shared that in my moving meal plan episode. I just had basic kitchen equipment, so I had like a basic saute pan and a spatula and things like that. So, and and I also had a mini blender with me as well. And when I say mini blender, I'm talking about a Nutribullet, not like a teeny tiny blender, but smaller than my Vitamix. So I was able to make those things. So I've been drinking my daily smoothies pretty much every day, unless I'm not feeling it or it's the weekend. And I usually try to give my body a little break from the smoothies on the weekend just to get a variety of nutrients in, even though I do tend to mix my smoothies up week to week, usually during the week, I kind of go to the same recipe. So I've been doing dark chocolate cherry. So I've been using the rich chocolate, amazing grass protein, um, plant protein powder. I find my digestion does really well with this plant protein powder. And so I've been having that with um, just some milk, either the grass-fed whole milk we get or oat milk. And then sometimes a little bit of spinach, sometimes not. I try to alternate. Um, And then cherries, uh, frozen cherries, And whatever nut butter we have on hand, or I've been doing full fat coconut milk instead of the milk. And then I don't even add a nut butter or anything like that to it. And that's been really good for me. So that's what we've been doing for breakfast. Super simple. And then this week, um, or last week, I actually got into my meal prep. Finally, (laughs) I really wanted to get back into my meal prep. Once I started getting into my meal prep routine, I was like, all right, we're here. She's here. We're back. It felt like we were finally back into our routine. So I made a batch of my pumpkin oat muffins. Hopefully when this airs that recipe will be on Instagram so you guys can see that as well. Uh the recipe's on my website, but I'm going to try and do a reel as well so you guys can see it. So I'm going to make another batch of my pumpkin oat muffins and I also made quiche lorraine egg cups. <gasps> They're so good. I know I have several egg cup recipes because we love them. They're so easy. They're so great on the go. They're packed with protein. These are going to come to the cooking club when it opens at the end of the month. So stay tuned for those. So that was breakfast. Lunches. You guys, we kept lunches simple. Just like breakfast, my goal was just to have lunches at home, as we did a lot of lunches out in the moving process. It was probably the number one meal that we had out was lunches. So that meant that we needed to keep things crazy simple because there were a lot of errands, a lot going on, like I mentioned, all of the contractors, all of the new activities. So aside from our trip to Ikea, where we obviously had Swedish meatballs and a trip to Jimmy John's, Um, we don't have Jimmy John's in the Northeast, and gosh, their subs are good. Um, We've been keeping it really simple at home. So kids have been loving PB&J, which is, it seems like, well, duh, kids love PB&J, but my kids have not enjoyed peanut butter and jelly their entire life. So all of a sudden, and my kids don't really like sandwiches at all. They'll do wraps, but they really don't like sandwiches. So the fact that they've been loving peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and my eight-year-old has been making them has been a godsend. So we just try to pair it with some fruit and veggies on the side. So I'm talking just washed and berries washed and berries. Washed berries or sliced apples and baby carrots have basically been what we're doing. They've been having that for lunch a lot. We've also done chicken nuggets and lots of snack plates. So cheese, salami, olives, fruit or veggies. They love these. And so we'll do that for quick and easy lunches as well. My oldest has also been loving Caesar salad kits, so I've been getting those for her every so often, and she'll have that for lunch as well. As for me, I have been on the salad kick train for most of the month as well. Most days I have a salad kit either with leftover proteins or with some grilled chicken. I love the Trader Joe's grilled chicken. Their balsamic grilled chicken is really good. Their plain grilled chicken is really good. And it's just so easy for me to be able to, I usually eat half a salad kit at once. This is not me recommending that's how much you should eat. It's how much that, how much works for me. So I split my salad kit in half, save half for the next day. And that is kind of like the base to my lunch. And... I love salads for lunches. I've always loved salads. This is not an I need to eat salad sort of thing. I just mix up the salad kits. And honestly, it has been making sure that I've been having some vegetables consistently and it's making me feel good and giving me energy for the rest of the day. So honestly, for the first two and a half, yeah, basically the first two and a half weeks of the month, I did salad kits pretty much every single day for lunch with either leftover proteins for dinner, because that's what we focused on getting back into, or grilled chicken. Towards the second half of the month, like I mentioned, I did some meal prep. So I made my almost autumn farro salad, which is my new favorite salad. I have a feeling I'm going to make it so much that I'm going (laughs) to that I'm going to be sick of it. There's a really delicious um, maple mustard dressing that goes on top of it. And um, oh, no, it's a honey mustard dressing. You can make it with maple syrup, too. I believe it's a honey mustard dressing and it is farro. And, um, which is an ancient grain for those of you who don't know, it's not gluten-free, but a lot of people who are gluten or who have been gluten-free, but don't have celiacs feel fine with it because it's an ancient grain. It's produced differently than our modern wheat, but totally up to you. You can make this with quinoa instead and crunchy apples and pumpkin seeds and kale and that delicious dressing and spice roasted sweet potatoes, which are really quick and easy. They're not complicated at all, and you just kind of mix it all together with this dressing, and I top it with feta. It is such a good juxtaposition of chewy and crunchy and tangy and sweet and everything I love about fall in a salad that's not Super heavy and it's also, you know, not super warm. You can eat it warm or you can eat it cold. And I have just, I love it. And it's also great with some chicken on top. You could put chickpeas on top. Roasted chickpeas would be delicious. There's a lot of ways you can add some protein to that as well. Sometimes I've just been having it with hard cooked eggs on the side. I don't think it has enough protein to keep me full for like the whole afternoon. Um, so I do like to add some protein to it, but Other than that, it's pretty much a full meal in and of itself. So it's pretty awesome. That recipe is on the blog. And also, I'm also trying to do a reel for that as well. So it might also be up on Instagram as well. But I will put the link in the show notes uh, for that recipe. And then if you don't already follow along on Instagram, I'm at Healthy Mama Chris. I would love to see you over there. The second thing that I meal prepped was my cranberry pecan chicken salad, which I feel like I've been pulling out of my back pocket like every other week. last year in the fall in the winter, and I brought it back. And again, very much those flavors of fall. I make instant pot chicken, and then I just shred that up, toss it with the rest of the ingredients, cranberries, pecans. I do an avocado oil mayo, some maple syrup, some mustard, similar dressing ingredients, but more creamy. I like to make recipes with similar ingredients, especially when I'm meal prepping. Many of you know that it simplifies things so much. And it also simplifies my pantry as well because I, you know, I I do have a pantry now, which I didn't before and I'm very thankful for, but I still don't have like endless room. So it is nice to not have a ton of different ingredients. Um, So I, I do keep a lot of this of similar ingredients around season-to-season based on my seasonal family favorites list. So those are the things that I meal prepped for lunches now that we're back into our meal prep routine. So that was breakfast and that was lunch. Kept it super simple. How many times can I say that? But it was for good reason because... We're just in that season. We're in that season of needing just to get those meals on the table, trying to get in some of those nutrients, even when life is crazy. And I think that we've done a pretty good job of maintaining that balance. Salad kits are a little more processed than a salad that I make at home, of course, but it's still vegetables. And dino nuggets are not my kids' ideal protein at lunchtime, but they're still getting protein we're making sure there's fruit and veggies on the side. We're trying to maintain that balance in this healthy, balanced mama lifestyle, right? So I, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to come on and share these episodes with you all, because I want you to know that, again, I'm in the same boat as you. We're trying to make things work as well, and that's how we kind of have maintained our balance with breakfast and lunches this month. So, Let's dive into dinners. At the beginning of the month, I already shared in my moving meal planning episode, like I said, um, what we ate for the first like eight-ish days of moving. But a quick recap for all of you who didn't listen. So we ordered HelloFresh for three meals to have after my dad left and we were still unpacking the kitchen. I knew that we were gonna need some kitchen equipment, but we also didn't, we knew that we probably weren't gonna have the time to do a big grocery stock up. And so we just wanted to, the ingredients, they're ready to go to make easy meals. And interestingly enough, um, these meals were, they were delicious. I don't know if I would call them easy. The shrimp tacos were really easy, but they were kind of involved. And I was almost surprised. Like when I was reading the directions, I was like, oh, I don't want to make this. (laughs) And you know what, you guys? They were really fabulous. They were absolutely delicious and I'm happy I made them. And I am a professional chef. I have a culinary degree. It's not hanging on my wall anymore, but it will be. (laughs) And I was just not feeling it. So the recipes took like 30 to 40 minutes to make and I made it pretty much right on time that it said it was going to take and my daughter helped me with them as well. And so that means for the average person, it would probably take you maybe five minutes longer because I am pretty fast in the kitchen. And this is not me boasting. It's just going, I've had a decade plus of experience doing this. I feel like these recipes were a bit involved, though I could have looked and been like, I would want only 20-minute recipes. So it's also on me, too. But in any case, we did HelloFresh three times. We ate out twice. We ate out the day we got to town. We went to a local brew pub. It was delicious. We had... What do we have? We had uh, really yummy wings with, like, a homemade ranch dressing. And we had... Oh, fish tacos. Yeah, it was really yummy. So we had that and tried out the local brews. We really enjoyed it. And then we... Um, It had some really quick and simple meals before our stuff came here, and then we just had our box of kitchen supplies that I brought with me in the car. Again, I go over that in the moving meal planning episode. And, uh, And then we had some HelloFresh meals and a couple other easy meals once my dad left, and we finally had our things as well. So we had for the meals we had with my dad, we had burgers and salad one night. We did a Caesar salad. We did kind of a semi-homemade Caesar salad. We used the Primal Kitchen Caesar dressing, Parmesan cheese, store-bought breadcrumbs, and I chopped up romaine. We had salmon and broccoli, and the only spice I had at that point was, um, I was gonna say za'atar. I love za'atar on salmon, but that's not correct. If you had za'atar, it would also work, but I, um, pan-seared the salmon with some herb de Herb de Provence and garlic powder. Really simple. Um, and roasted up some broccoli with olive oil, sea salt, and garlic powder. We also did frozen meatballs, pasta, and pesto one night. And that's what we had with my dad. And then we had, and again, we ate out the night that we arrived and then the night he left. And we went to a local seafood place and it was really delicious. Um, it was really fun because we're in Florida, right? And we're on the coast, or actually on the Gulf. And so the Gulf Coast. So they, the kids had grouper nuggets instead of chicken nuggets, and I had a grouper sandwich. It was really, it was really good, uh, and a delicious cocktail too. I don't normally do frozen cocktails, but I felt like when in Florida, <laughs> when at this seafood place, uh, yeah, it was good. So we. Also, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so that's what we had with my dad. (laughs) Sorry. This is uh, off the cuff, you guys. Very little editing happening over here. Once my dad left, um, the night he left, we went to Trader Joe's and we stocked up on some things. So that night we were kind of tired. We got home late. So we had a salad kit with the unexpected cheddar chicken sausage. We had pizza chicken tenders and roasted broccoli one night. Pizza chicken tenders are my kid's favorite. It uses almond flour and garlic powder, Italian seasoning, Parmesan, and sea salt. And you bread the chicken tenders. Oh, you drench them in uh, egg and then the almond flour mixture roast them up, roasted them with some broccoli because we love roasted broccoli. The HelloFresh meals we had were shrimp tacos, lobster ravioli with a lemon cream sauce, and pecan-crusted trout with potatoes and salad. So that's what we had for the first nine-ish days that we were in our new home, and it worked out really well. The next week, we started cooking more, but we still kept it simple. I was starting to feel like fall because it was really rainy here. So we incorporated some of my favorite fall meals. I'm very grateful for air conditioning so it didn't feel too hot. But like I said, we went to Trader Joe's, did some stocking up there and at Super Target. And um, so for our first week of actually meal planning, we had our first day of homeschool. So I asked my daughter what she wanted for our first day of homeschool. So she requested five ingredient meatballs. So we made my five ingredient meatballs with some pasta with the leftover pesto from when my dad was there. We did beef and butternut squash chili, which is one of my favorite fall transition meals. And butternut squash is not quite in season here yet, so I used frozen butternut squash, which made it really easy. We did sweet potato soup because I bought sweet potatoes for another recipe, which I'll mention in a minute. Um, And so we did sweet potato soup and store-bought biscuits because, again, Still trying to balance things out and keep it simple. One night we did non bread pizzas. So I just buy the non bread from Trader Joe's and we top it with pizza sauce. I did pizza sauce, pesto, and cheese. And then um, the kids got to choose their toppings. So we did some pancetta and we didn't really have a lot of veggies. So we just kept it simple. They did cheese and pancetta, and I did cheese, pancetta, and pesto. And the kids also wanted uh, green beans on the side. We'd planned on having the green beans with a different dish. I can't remember how that worked out, but we made my favorite green beans. So uh, all I do is heat up some oil in a pan. So olive oil, avocado oil. I add in some shallots and sliced garlic and I just cook those until starting to turn translucent. In the meantime, I blanch my green beans for about three minutes so that it just lightly cooks them. And then once they are cooked, Then our lightly cooked, blanched, I drain them really well, add them to the pan, toss them in that oil, add a good amount of sea salt, and then top that with the juice of about half of a lemon. And then I also do a little bit of butter on that as well, and then just finish cooking about four to five minutes until they're a little bit crispy, um, but they're not super wilted. They're really delicious that way. And so we have those on the side. Another night, we had my sweet potato turkey meatballs, which is on Instagram if you want to go see how I make those. I love those. They're a curried sweet potato turkey meatball. It's a great fall transition meal because you bring in that sweet potato and that those warming curry flavors. But again, it's not like a super hot dish like chili. Um, and we had that with rice and roasted broccoli. Again, you guys, my kids love roasted broccoli, so we eat it often. Could we have done something different on the side? We could have, but that's what my kids wanted and I love them too. And then the last night that week, uh, I needed a break. So we hired, uh, a local babysitter <laughs> and I took myself out for a wonderful, okay, a torturous and also wonderful facial. I really loved the balance of this facial. If you guys are local to the area and you want to know where I went, I'll let you guys know. Um, They did a great job. It was really affordable and I had a lot of congestion on my face, you know, pores, things like that because of our road trip and eating a lot of food that was not, you know, great for me and, uh, great for my skin being someone who has had PCOS, even though my PCOS is in remission, I'm still very much prone to cystic acne and breakouts. And, um, so it was really nice to do that. So they like did all the extractions and all that painful stuff and then finished with like a massage. It was wonderful. Uh, and then I went out and had a spicy margarita and ahi tuna wonton nachos. So, um, That was delicious. (laughs) So if you need uh, an excuse to get a babysitter, even if your husband's out of town or you don't have a spouse around, just get a babysitter and go and take yourself out for a morgue and some nachos. Mama, you deserve it. It was wonderful. It felt very indulgent and I needed it and I'm glad I did it. So if you need that encouragement, you're allowed to take care of yourself you're allowed to treat yourself. So that's what we did. And uh, and then pizza night. So last week was the first week we had like a full on meal plan. And I mentioned we meal prepped. I did lots of recipe testing and photos for the new cooking club. I know I've teased that a couple times. I'll share more about it in a little bit. So this last week I made tortellini and sausage soup honey mustard, chicken harvest bowls. That's a new recipe coming out. Both of those are new recipes coming out. I've shared the tornilini and sausage soup on Instagram, but I haven't fully shared the recipe. My sweet potato kale and beef stew. I love this stew and I love bringing it out in the fall. It's officially fall now. Um, Butternut squash kale and chickpea curry, another fall recipe I really love. It's a coconut curry it's a vegan recipe. It's absolutely delicious. And then we also had a really simple pasta with cashew cream sauce and roasted broccoli. (laughs) Guys, I feel like I'm like every single week we eat roasted broccoli and we do. And Again, the kids love it and it's fine. It's fine to repeat things. Uh, Sauteed kale would also be good on the side of that as well, or on top for me, but the kids like it separate. So that brings us to now. It's the beginning of the week. And so I'm just going to share with you what I am making this week. I can't guarantee that it'll all pan out, but I'm pretty sure it will. Um, So this week, I am making my slow, my whole slow cooker chicken with roasted vegetables taking the leftovers and making my cozy chicken noodle soup. I am third testing a walnut thyme salmon and roasted potatoes for the cooking club. I am also third testing sheet pan brats with apples and a maple beer glaze. Stay tuned. So good. Um, And an autumn beef and veggie stew. So that is, that was us. That was what we ate This month. Lots of simple stuff, lots of just making it work, but I hope it gave you some inspiration for your own month coming up, or even just some encouragement that it's okay to roll with the punches and just do what you've got to do sometimes. So before I sign off on the last episode of the month, Technically, it's not the last episode of the month. I have one more episode coming out at the end of the week, and I know I've teased this several times, but if you are not on my email list yet, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is opening its doors again at the end of the month, and it is 100% new and improved and I could not be more excited about it. So I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club in 2021 to help moms get out of their cooking rut, to get more creative in the kitchen, and increase their cooking confidence through skills that will transform their weeknight dinners. So we spent the year doing live cooking classes and I learned a lot Through that year with my first group of 20 or so women, kind of the beta round of the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, I loved teaching online cooking classes, though it was new to me. Someone who has taught in-person cooking classes for a decade, figuring out how to make all of that work was certainly a learning curve on my side. And also as a business owner, someone who really, really wants to serve all of you really well, um, serve the community really well. What I found was that live cooking classes were hard for a lot of you, especially trying to make more than one live cooking class work a month, trying to figure out what days work, trying to work figure out what times work especially with different time zones was really difficult and what I heard from all of you is that you wanted to learn more about how to incorporate the cooking club meals into your everyday life you wanted quicker meals you wanted cooking classes that are less than an hour which you guys is impossible and I'm so sorry I try but it's just impossible to teach something <laughs> a recipe that takes like a half an hour or 40 minutes even in less than an hour I do my best but cooking classes are usually a little bit longer than that and I get it I get that it's hard with a dinner time, and bedtime, and sports, and activities, and all of these things to make it to live classes, Um, but I also love the community engagement, and I love being able to engage with all of you, and I want to help serve you and give you guys more inspiration on a weekly and monthly basis, tips, and tools, and cooking hacks to get those meals on the table that are healthy, that are delicious, and to feel like you are eating well, even during the busiest, most stressful of times. So what we have done with the Cooking Club this year is we're expanding to help you take the stress out of weekday meals in the best ways we know how. So this is going to be through weekly dinner inspiration emails, what to cook this week emails, lots of family-focused, budget-friendly, member-exclusive recipes. So there will be at least two member-exclusive recipes every single month that you can't get anywhere else, not on the blog, not on Instagram. These will be just for all of you. We will also be continuing our live community cooking classes and keeping them really casual. So bring your screaming kids. um, Please mute if they're screaming, but you know, I love you anyway. Um, (laughs) Bring your screaming kids, you know, bring your kids along with you to cook along beside you. If your dogs are in the background, I want to make a fun cocktail for all of us to share at the beginning, or mocktail for all of us to share at the beginning of class, and we will cook one of the member-exclusive recipes together that month. So you'll be able to ask me questions. You'll be able to engage with other members of the community. It will still be a community cooking class, but it's going to be casual. You'll learn skills, um, but you'll also be able to incorporate that meal into your meal plan in a really easy way. We're going to try and keep those classes about an hour. Maybe a little bit longer, depending on the class. Um, they'll be seasonal. And so hopefully it'll give you some of that cooking class feel, but in a really casual way. You know, if you come late, if you're like, I'm not even cooking the recipe, I just want to be a part of this. I just want to see your face. Um, and or we're trying to figure out the format. I don't think it's going to be on Zoom this time, just because we've had some issues with Zoom. We'll see how it works, but I just want to be able to engage with all of you, and uh, so that's going to be a part of it. There's also going to be the option for a monthly bonus podcast episode, and these are all going to be led by all of you in the community telling me what you want to hear more of that might not make it to the regular podcast. So we'll be doing a monthly bonus podcast episode, maybe more, bonus cooking hacks, bonus guides, things that you can't get anywhere else. Our mission is to get you out of your recipe rut, help you get dinners on the table fast, and start loving cooking again even on the busiest of nights. And the best part is that I wanted to keep this no-brainer affordable. So membership is going to start at just $3 a month and the highest tier is only 10. So I want you guys to be a part of this. I want you to be a part of the community. I want to give you tons of dinner inspiration, even outside the podcast, bonus content. I really want to be able to engage with you since I've been off Facebook for about six months now and have no intentions of going back because of a lot of issues I've had with Facebook. It is just, this is the place where I want to be able to connect with all of you on a deeper level, have you guys be able to ask questions, get those recipes, get those cooking tips and hacks in a place that isn't, that's a, a smaller, more intimate place that isn't social media, right? So if you are interested in that, please get on the wait list. You'll hear about it if you're on the main list, but if you want specific details and the first link to be able to join, you can head to bit.ly hmcc Waitlist. That's HMCC. Those are all caps. It stands for Healthy Mama Cooking Club Waitlist. Or you can just click the link in the show notes. Super easy. It's just an email address and you will be added to the waitlist. And that launches at the end of the week. If you are listening to this live, if you're listening to it after, it might just be in a few days or it might be already launched. So click that link, join the waitlist. You can head to patreon.com slash Healthy Mama Chris to see all of the options even before it officially launches on the 30th. So you can also head there and join if it's after the 30th of September. I'm so excited to introduce it to all of you. I'm so excited to continue to connect with all of you who are in the cooking club, who are going to continue in the cooking club, and any of you who are new to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. All right, friends, I hope you all have a beautiful week, and I will catch you next week. Thank you I listening to my podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts. So you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to healthymamachris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at healthymamacris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.